Welcome to The Exchange on Resident Advisor. You are listening to The Critics Roundtable. This is one of our regular podcast series that breaks down the new music that RA staffers have been listening to. My name is Naishka, and joining me today are two guests who are going to be telling me about their favorite records, noteworthy artists in their home cities, and the mixes they've been rinsing on repeat. We have staff writer Kiana here with me in New York, who is back to the roundtable after a very long hiatus. Yes, hello. I am back. (laughs) Happy to be here. When was the last roundtable you did, Kiana? It was when I actually first started at at RA. I think it was like my first two weeks, 2019. So it's been a while. Exciting. Now you're here as a veteran. (laughs) Also with us today is Alex, a software engineer based in our Manchester office who is making his debut on The Exchange today. Yo, guys. How's it going, Alex? Hey, everyone. I'm all good, all happy, all good in Mani. Rainy Mani, we call it Rainy City, but we still love it. (laughs) So before we get into today's selections, I'd like each of you to just tell us a little about your job and maybe what you're currently working on, if it's not too sensitive to share. Um, Kiana, what's what's on your plate at the moment? Sure. Um, so, yeah, um, I've been a staff writer at Array for the past three years. Um, my work um, entails writing reviews mainly. Um, I also write long-form features um, as well as news features. Um, I just handed in a draft of an exclusivity clause piece, which is pretty exciting. Um, And yeah, learned a lot from that. Um, And yeah, definitely be on the lookout for that. Alex, you joined the company this year. Yeah, I joined it about four or five months ago. Um, fairly new and I'm just loving every day of it. It's not just um, just the technical bits because me, I'm mainly a software engineer. I work in the backend platform team. For me, I love everything like code and tech, but also the cool thing is I can relate to a lot of people with regards to music and like I just have a fun time talking to people about music, the tunes, like people I work with specifically very closely. I can, We can talk about development but also we can end up talking about like electronic music and that's what I just love about working here. And that's exactly why you're on the podcast today because you know we're lucky to be at a company where pretty much everyone has good taste in music so (laughs) all right um let's let's get into today's questions. So I've asked all of us to think about three questions the first of which is your favorite track album or EP from the past three months doesn't you know have to stick within this exact time frame but I think it's nice to yeah look back especially the crazy summer we've all had in terms of new music and um, crazy life performances it's a good period to reflect back I think um, Kiana would you like to start us off any particular track, album, or EPs that have been on your radar recently? Absolutely. So I 
like everyone else, was completely blown away when Kalala released her first single in like five years. Um, and yeah, um, this track, Washed Away, I feel like kind of broke the internet <laughs> um, after Kalala had released a few teasers. Um, and yeah, it's just such a luscious track. I definitely almost cried a few times when I first listened to it. Um, the music video is also um, absolutely beautiful. Um, and yeah, I first listened to it um, after a pretty long day at work and something about the repetition of these lyrics, far away, washed away, I felt just really locked me into this healing kind of meditation. Um, almost felt like being in a womb. Um, and it's not really, it's not a song that you might expect from Kalila. It's not a dance record. Um, and if you remove her vocals, it's pretty much an ambient track. Um, what makes this single special to me is that apparently a lot of Kalila's first takes made it to the final track. And this is meant to be a song about healing, perseverance, and making it through. And even though she communicates all this through very little words, it's you know definitely felt, and it feels like this spiritual release, um, this very extremely you know vulnerable moment that she's allowing us to witness. And yeah, it just made me super excited to hear um, what she'll release in you know this comeback moment she's having. You know, I remember us covering the news about this track when it was released and she had a great lead up, you know, to the release. Like she <laughs> shared these series of, I think, tweets and like memes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was it was so good because I think we all enjoy when our favorite artists make fun of themselves and their image in this industry. Um I remember one of the tweets in this in these series of video montages, it said you know, when the world needed her most, <laughs> she vanished. And she did. <laughs> but um, yeah, I recently read um, the, you know, little Q&A she did with Dazed. And, you know, she took that time to just, you know, reflect on things. She was like reading um, a lot of like black academic texts. Um, so she was definitely you know online and apparently like liking things but um <laughs> she was I guess just gearing up for this you know moment um where she's you know putting out music and you know maybe being a bit more intentional with the direction she's going in yeah that made sense because I saw in um the press release that she said, you know, um, for the first point, point of contact out of my hiatus she wrote you know it felt more honest to lead with what she called an ambient heart check. So mm. what you were saying about the music not really um, matching her previous energy, that's totally right. Certainly, certainly. Uh, yeah, crossing my fingers that the rest of the music comes very, very soon. <laughs> when you're actually on hiatus or you actually hide away, I think that inspires you to make like the best of tracks. And like many, many artists who've like kind of went away and come back, they are like rejuvenated and a different perspective of them basically comes out. I hope so. 
I mean, we definitely don't want to wait like another five years <laughs> only to not like what they've been working on during hiatus. How terrible would that be? Yeah, but I also feel like it just shows um, the strength of her artistry um, because in this interview, she was kind of talking about, you know, like in this age of social media where there's so much pressure to, you know, constantly be connected with your audience, you know, on Instagram, there's a whole self selfie algorithm thing that everyone is complaining about. Um, she was able to step back and still have people talking about her music and, you know, waiting for her to um, make her return. So, yeah, I feel like that definitely speaks volumes um, to how important her work is. Your turn, Alex. Tell us about any albums, songs, or EPs that have been on your playlist nonstop. For me, it's mainly been um, a, an artist called, a, a group called Abdul Reva um, with a Protogen EP. And for me, it's I find it absolutely beautiful. One thing is I've really liked rave for a while, like actual rave music. And like... Um, there's this record label that's back in the day, like nineteen, like nineteen nineties, really. It's uh, it's called Orbital Records, and um, this kind of like screamed Orbital Records, but in a very like modern take of it. And like there was one specific track called Vapor Disc, which when you hear it, it's just a mixture of breaks with a house four four beat and acid, and the way it was done, it was just just filled with energy. I felt like free listening to it, and it, it was a very powerful track. Is most of the most of the tracks you hear like that are like you hear them in like mm. warehouse parties, and you just hear them in like proper dingy, dirty garages. And I, I flipping loved that. I just loved the energy mm. that track had. Now Abdul Riva is a group um, from Tallinn, Estonia. Um, the the members are Jonas Aaron and Stefan Tudorvik. I hope I didn't butcher those names, but um, that's one thing I just really love. The two two specific tracks, Vapor Disc and Acid Flex. And it's just that leery, sinister vibe they give off that I've always like really liked. liked. Now, the thing is with Abdul Reva is that I never knew about them like a couple of months ago. It was I was, I was actually introduced to the group by a mate and um, I was like, when I was at hang out with him he was just playing one track called Palescent and I was like whoa this is this is some powerful spacey stuff and he was like yeah man you need to keep on digging on them they are they got some powerful tunes and like that's how I was introduced to that group yep I have to thank you for putting me onto these these guys because yeah my knowledge of music coming out of Estonia is pretty much non-existent so this was really 
Yeah, this is powerful listening to this stuff because I hear a lot of deep house, but I also hear a lot of like dub techno influences. And like, yeah, it's like very kind of deep psychedelic sound. Very interesting to check out. Thank you. favorite recent releases is by an artist who I've been following for a while. His name is Joser, and I really hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's spelled D-J-O-S-E-R. He lives in uh, Washington, D.C., and he makes, yeah, very bouncy, percussive techno with lots of dub and broken beat influences. Um, Yeah, his stuff is just it's so rhythmic, it's very kinetic, it's full of rich drum programming, which I'm a total sucker for. <laughs> his um his latest um his latest offering is an EP called Expand. It came out in July, and it really blurs the lines between techno, dubstep, electro, and garage in such a seamless way that it feels really natural as the tracks Go from, go from one to the other. The EP is short. It's only three tracks long, but it's quite powerful despite of its, you know, of its short duration because there's so much texture and like these slow, thrilling movements that build up groove and also suspense. Yeah, I really am such a fan of how Joser incorporates like, subby frequencies with like a lot of skittery, Um, drum work, um, a lot of synth, really like emotional, beautiful synths in the background. It always sounds on point. He has previously released on Martin's 3024 label. Mm -hmm. So if you're a fan of that kind of very atmospheric and bass heavy techno, you will definitely like Joser. Yeah, they definitely deserve more coverage on our site. So I'm definitely gonna put that in my to-do list now and check out this EP. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Washington DC has just been, it's been really blowing my mind the more I find out about the scene there. I mean, the 3024 label is based there, Beautiful Swimmers is based there. Um, so many great producers just, you know, it seems like one of the scenes where the producer to DJ ratio isn't drastically skewed. Like, There's actually so much good output coming from Washington, as well mm. as great DJs and selectors. So, yeah, seems seems like they have a lot of momentum. I have never been there, so I also need to make it a point to visit at some point. Yeah, it's just a quick bus right over. <laughs>
I've asked all of us to also think about an artist um, that we're excited about in our hometowns. Um, so for Kiana and I, this is we're going to be talking about an artist in New York. And Alex, why don't you tell us what's good in Manchester? Someone you're excited about, uh, maybe even your favorite artist, basically someone yeah, that you think is, is going to be making big moves ahead. Well, for me specifically, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm not from Manchester originally. I'm originally from Kenya, but when I came to Manchester, I just wanted to really soak up the scene. And recently, the artists that I've seen that just, I'm really captivated because they actually increased my, my, my kind of want to dig more through that, through that, through labels is specifically Damo B. Um, he's more pretty much a DJ and he's a very, very, very good DJ, 20 years worth of experience of digging. And like, he's the one who showed, who showed me pretty much, um, Amen Tech, Amen Brother, Emo Tech. And like, I really love breaks and I really love breakbeat. And um, that's like one of the major things I dig when I'm actually going through music. And like, I remember like before actually me hearing him play, um, he was just like telling me just keep on digging and you'll understand like in the, cause I'm somebody who's just dug for, let's say about six, seven years um, whilst he's like a 20 year old veteran. And um, he's somebody who, I started realizing has gone not not just dug for one genre like breaks. He's done that for Detroit techno. He's done that for Chicago house, and he's done it to such a deep degree that his like radio shows and also his like sets like in the club have just been one hundred percent like powerful. Um, I think the last the last gig I actually went to see him at was uh, Red Laser Red Laser Summer Hammer at White Hotel. And um, that was just powerful. To be fair, that was pretty much um, a label party for Red Laser, which is an actual Manchester-owned label by Il Bosco. And that label just brews the sound of Manchester, 100%. Red Laser, awesome. And Il Bosco, basically, really good label head. And also loves to have fun. And his nights are just a testament to that. The people who play there are also people within his own label, like Steve Spandex and just quite a few people. And I just really enjoy everything that they've been doing. Damo B specifically, I just like how he organizes his music throughout all his sets. He, he also has like a radio show in Unity Radio called Outer Limits Radio and also is a resident DJ at Bohemian Grove really sound guy and yeah i would advise that you just check him out defo wow what um a very very beautiful description i was really um yeah i was really enjoying reading about damo b's start in pirate radio back in what like the late 90s yeah truly um truly one of the ogs in the scene it seems and um he, I was reading so that he was part of a team that secured the legal license for this radio station you mentioned, y Unity Radio 92.8. Yeah, Unity is that, Radio. Um, is that yeah. online and offline? Is that like a broadcast? Yes, 
it is online and offline. It's a fairly big radio station in Manchester. Like you will be able to catch it on your FM frequencies, and like um, it's quite listened to now. It's uh, it's quite well known. Um, his show though, it's a gem. I never knew about his show until I actually heard him mm. play, and then actually dug dug through what he has in his SoundCloud. And for me, it's like literally, I found like a like cherry on top. You know, it was amazing that all the tracks he plays are gems. And um, yeah, you just like keep on. What? Yeah, sounds like sounds like a really hardworking man. <laughs> um, what are? I mean, you mentioned that you saw him play recently, um, and then you mentioned yeah earlier how how his sets are always very breaks heavy. Is that his? Is that the the core ingredient of his sound, or can you give us a little a little description of what his sets normally sound like? Um, so the the breaks heavy, um, yes. However, like he will go like when he actually started playing his set, it was it was very Detroit techno, and like acid, filled. So he started playing mainly a lot of Detroit techno, and um, I don't know how I could explain it, but. Um, I would have, I would put the thing, uh, if I was to put my finger on it, I would say his, um, his, his techno was very sterak mm. sounding. Okay. Like, I wouldn't want to put my finger on it and say it's sterak, but it sounded like sterak. And then he also then moved on to acid and acid house and then went into breaks. I really like that type of mm. variety, especially when you're playing in white hotel, and I would say White Hotel is that place where, yeah, you'd want to play Acid. It's, it, <laughs> if you if you picture White Hotel, yeah, Acid House is definitely part of its vocabulary. And that's one thing that I really liked about his set. It was very varied. Uh, I'm a man of variety. I enjoy my variety. And he just did it so well. Very nice. <laughs> um, I also love it when there is a bit of a journey through sets. And, you know, that's not always easy to find, so... Definitely want to check out Damobi. Um, you know, it was um, it was hard for me to pick, yeah, pick just one name as one artist that I'm excited about. Um, uh, like you, Alex, I am not from New York. Um, I just recently moved here, and you know, it's been so really, really such an honor getting to know local artists because there's so many people moving here, but there's already already so many locals just doing their thing and who have been doing their thing. Um, for me, I think I, uh, there's a DJ and producer here named Aisha, who I really respect for just continuously fine tuning her sound. She has an ongoing residency at the club nowadays where she mostly operates in breakbeats, um, dubstep, futuristic techno, a lot of steamy garage. Um, yeah, and even when she specializes in this kind of like drum heavy style, she packs in a lot of flavors that yeah gives her sets a lot of depth and range, um, whether it's hip hop or just like, you know, like loopy, trippy techno or like psychedelic effects. She always incorporates some su surprises and uh, yeah, just like very delightful bursts of the unexpected that makes her so much fun to listen to. Um, Aisha is also yeah, pretty um, productive when it comes to her, the production side of things. She recently contributed a big tune called Swim, 
to this new compilation by Fever AM, which showcased more of her chill side. Um, true to its name, the track is very like aqueous with lots of flowing synths. There's like a wavy bass line that, you know, just kind of slowly goes up and down. Highly worth checking out. Um, it's nice also, yeah, seeing her productions that give you a different side of her personality than her DJ sets. Yeah, I, I really, um, I think Acquiesce is such a good descriptor for her sound. Um, I feel like when I listen to her music, I just envision bubbles. Mm. It just feels very bubbly <laughs> um, and effervescent. I like it. It's true. <laughs> bringing, bringing out my, my journal lingo <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, there's so much talent in New York to choose from. I mean, Kiana, how, <laughs> how did you go about answering this question? Sure. Um, I, well, I was asking uh, one of my best friends, I was like, help, <laughs> who's my favorite act? Because I feel like this summer I went out so much. Um, I, you know, 2021 was the year that things started reopening, but 2022, I don't know if you would agree, felt like the year where things started to actually mm. feel like, okay, like things are normal. Um, so I was going out um, a lot this summer and, you know, sometimes things can start to feel like a blur. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I decided to just, you know, think about my favorite, you know, most fun nights out. Um, and one of those nights was at um, Pride Weekend. Um, it, was a, it was a Saturday night at Paragon. Um, and that night, River Moon, um, who's a 23-year-old um, DJ who's born in South Africa, um, has recently um, moved back to New York, um, where they spent some time. Um, they were DJing. Um, and I've seen them play twice now um, at um, Paragon, which is John Barclay's new club. And both times have been so fun, um, so fantastic. I think it's just really refreshing for me to see DJs that clearly enjoy what they're doing. Um, you know, I think it's very easy um, to get like really wrapped up um, in techno stoicism that I personally feel like is kind of rooted in toxic masculinity. Um, but yeah, the first time I saw them DJ, um, they're headlining um, in the mezzanine booth um, of Paragon's upper floor, and they're having the best time. They were dancing. They had the most beautiful grin on their face, and all their friends were surrounding them, taking videos. Um, and um, for those who haven't been to Paragon, um, John Barclay has been enlisting MCs to give commentary throughout the night upstairs. So there's also some really amazing MCing taking place. Um, and yeah, River was playing techno, club music, some Kalola edits, um, Kylie Minogue, um, and a lot of LSDXO, um, the last of which they've described as kind of the mentor for them. And yeah, it was a set that had you know, this amazing emphasis on fun. And it was even like kind of cheesy at moments, but 
in my opinion, that's like nice. all pride should be about. <laughs> like at this point, we all know that it's a very corporate holiday. It's like pretty distant from its, you know, very radical roots. So when you like take the holiday less seriously as a DJ, you know, it kind of feels like you're in on the joke. Um, and yeah, it was just a wonderful time. Um, and yeah, love them. <laughs> That's actually something I've noticed. I've noticed something quite a, quite interesting this year is that that whole idea of not taking things too seriously has been incorporated in yeah. quite a bit. And it's actually quite good because in a sense, it's more vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, I, I think that like, we're so visible right now. Um, you know, you know, as writers, we, we know this best. Um, you know, um, you can make any kind of wrong step as an artist and, you know, all of a sudden Twitter's talking about you, TikTok is talking about you. So to just like really, you know, just let go of all of that and, you know, let go of your ego and just do what you truly want to do because, you know, what, you know, that's best for you, I think is really empowering. Not only is it empowering, I think it also... Yeah, it really deepens the connection between fan and artist or just listener and artist because then you see your artist, your favorite artist, you know, really enjoying yourself, Kiana, as you saw with River. And it's just infectious, you know. It kind of makes you also forget to be self-conscious and, like, you know, thinking about the 50 other things that might be on your mind. So, yeah, it's it's definitely infectious and catchy. Um, I really like how you framed your answer, Kiana, because you talked a lot. You talked about techno stoic stoicism, which I would love. I would love for you to expand on that a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I definitely googled that. Um, you know how to pronounce that, so I wouldn't mess this up um, in the podcast earlier. Um, but yeah, I guess just like this apathy and the seriousness that. Um, I think techno producers are um, might feel might feel inclined to you know subscribe to, um, but yeah, um, I feel like in New York um, I, I see like this next generation, um, this younger generation of techno DJs kind of you know, veering away from that. And it's very refreshing, you know. Mm. I sometimes, you know, I want to hear, you know, seamless, perfect DJing, but I also want to have fun. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I like DJs who play and, you know, I can tell they're like kind of playing with a wink um, and, you know, playing cheeky edits um, at... Um, Basements, new house room, studio. Um, last weekend, for example, um, one of my new favorite acts, um, Sterling Juan Diaz, uh, played this amazing edit of um, that new Madonna song that's been playing all over TikTok. Um, but yeah, um, it's just been like this like really funny edit that's that's been playing lately. And I heard it at like peak time. It was probably like. 2 a.m. in studio and it was perfect um people were laughing but it also sounded amazing um so yeah a little a little bit of cheek i like it never wise words anyone. 
Um, my last question for us today um, is related to a very special occasion, as some of our readers might already know. Resident Advisor is celebrating its 21st birthday over the course of the coming weeks. Um, there's a lot planned around this big milestone. We will be unrolling some special content on the site that reflects back on 21 years of club culture. There will also be big birthday parties happening in Manchester and New York in November. Uh, more details on that will be revealed on our site soon. Um, but for now, yeah, in light of this in light of this birthday celebration, I thought it would be cute if we each picked our favorite RA mix from this year so far. Um, there are a lot to choose from, but yeah, I'm happy to go first. Um, I picked Jyoti's mix, number 814. Um, Jyoti, who lives in London, is, yeah, very much fits into this chat we were just having about artists just being real and being cheeky and saucy because Jyoti is definitely one of the realest and funniest and sassiest voices in dance music out there, in my opinion. Um, and this mix, yeah, showcases some of that side of hers. Um, it came out at the very start of 2022 in the dead of winter, but it gave me a taste of like the blazing summer <laughs> to come. She is all about like feel good, waist winding grooves. There's a lot of uh, grime. There's a lot of dance hall. And it all just radiates like carefree energy and most importantly, confidence. So if you, like me, love hearing, you know, everything from Deep House to UKG to hip hop to breaks in a set, like this mix is for you. I love listening to it when I'm running or when I'm just like trying to, you know, trying to get in the zone for like a big night or even a big interview, really. <laughs> this will usually do it for me. Um, there's a lot of cheeky edits throughout the mix. There's um, a crazy dance hall mashup of Pas Salieu. There's also like a crazy club rendition of a very classic Bollywood song from the 90s. Um, yeah, and like kids who grew up in like the late 90s, early 2000s will be very familiar with all of the samples and references in this mix. And it's, yeah, to me, that's what makes this mix so special. It's like the sense of shared experiences. Like everyone remembers where they were when certain like early 2000s R&B or hip hop came out. So it's, yeah, it's quite nostalgic. And um, yeah, I think, you know, I really like her sharp blends. She has great transitions. It's just really clear that Jyoti, um, who is from Amsterdam, but lives in London, um, it's clear that Jyoti loves these tunes on her mix. And yeah, his, her sincerity isn't just like palpable, but yeah, it's really infectious. It's hard to be in a bad mood when you listen to this. Yeah, I had to listen to it. And I have to say, like, it was very club filled. Like I, I was dancing. I, I'm not going to lie, just dancing. <laughs> like for me, I dance in public. People can look at me and just jump out. <laughs> like, they'll be like, is this a guy okay? 
I'm like, I don't care. This was good, but I was, I was like shaking my booty everywhere. Was, yeah. That dancehall was like proper, proper. You can tell that. Yes. She's, she just has a club education. She knows. Yes. She knows the yes, tune. Yes, yes. She really does, yeah. And she, like, I've been listening to her for a while now. She's definitely played a lot of these tunes before in her sets. And, and like, she's not scared to play the same music. You know how sometimes if like a DJ has a great transition and they play it once, they're like, oh, I can't, I can't bust that out again. But like she does and she knows people love it. Yeah. And like, it's honestly one of the, the reasons why mm -hmm. people love going back to her sets again and again. It's because, yeah, they have this personal relationship with the artist now. Yeah, I feel like those are like track signatures. Um, yeah, I, I feel like they're definitely... DJs who are like, oh, I, I you know, like you said, I, I can't play the same track over and over. But I actually like when DJs, you know, play the same tracks and, you know, across a many of their sets because I'm like, oh, this is, you know, hmm. their track, you know. Yeah. I feel like it's their signature. Just putting it out there to all the artists listening. It's okay to repeat your bangers. <laughs> I saw a t-shirt that was very funny actually in the back of it says if it's nice play it twice so come on yeah do it that's do right it. if it's that's a bar, right. do it. <laughs> um kiana who is responsible for your favorite ra mix yes so um my mix is also very nostalgic um it's gabriel cortang's um ra mix um ra 837. Um, so Gabrielle's from New York, um, is currently based in Berlin. Um, and I just really resonate with her, um, selections. It, this mix leans very heavily on nineties house music and it kind of feels like a history lesson on classic house music, new and old. Um, there's some fun edits in there. And it is very light and bouncy. Um, it starts off with this mm. DJ Delish mm. edit of Delights What Is Love. <laughs> very mm, perfect. <laughs> and, <laughs> and in the middle section, it gets like a little weird and there's some um, cool naughty moments. And then on the way out, the mix returns to, you know, that original bounce with some ghetto house or some DJ Dion in there, um, Ballroom, Viral the Great, and, you know, some bright percussive tracks. And I really like this mix because, um, personally, I feel like she DJs, um, well, she's known for, um, first off, she's known for her lot radio mixes and her radio, um, mixes, um, and to me, um, she sounds like, um, a radio DJ, um, when she plays, um, and like, of course she's an excellent mixer, but I feel like she really lets her tracks play out and marinate, you know, she's not one of those DJs that kind of like tries to hide their transitions. Um, so as a listener, it's nice because I feel like you can really, you know, sit with each track, um, and yeah, I also, um, had the privilege of seeing her play at, um, obviously my new favorite, um, um, room in New York, um, basis, basement's new house room studio. Um, and it was my first time there. This was two weekends ago. And I'm so glad that it was 
my introduction to studio because now I feel like that's what mm. I want that room to sound like at all times. Um, so like if you haven't been to basement, it's this vast concrete underground venue with many little fun crevices. It's, you know, drawn comparisons to Berlin's Burkhine or Tresser and the emphasis is on hard hitting blistering techno. And I love that music when it's done right. Um, but I do find that it can wear me out pretty quickly. So returning to that bouncy house of Gabrielle's Mm -hmm. set was just perfect. She, um, it's been so great to see her just expand her global footprint. I know she plays at Bergheim um, in Berlin fairly recently. I mean, fairly often now. And Mm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's amazing mm. to just see yeah, her mastery of that, like, 90s New York house to Italo Disco to, like, that kind of Chicago Jack. Bringing it to Bergheim is just, like, that's insane, you know? Um, yeah, and as you mentioned, I also only knew about her through the, through the radio stuff that she used to do, through Lot. Yeah, and just seeing her be up there in the world is it's very, very cool. Her influence <laughs> is spreading. We're taking over. Uh, <laughs> Alex, what have you, what mix have you chosen? For me, again, it's it's mainly because of nostalgia, but it's more of recent nostalgia. So like summer was here and it was very beautiful. And um, I was lucky enough to go to Houghton Festival. And um, for me, the, the, the mix that really stood out um, on RA's mix uh, podcasts was pretty much um, 851 Hamish and Toby's podcast mainly because I heard it and it just just immediately made me recollect about when I actually saw them in Houghton and the funny thing is mm. it was not even the same tunes like they were playing a lot more classic sounding house in Houghton and it was very like synth driven piano driven classic house it was very hands in your air, euphoric house in Houghton. However, this one was more tighter, uh, UK garage and tech house. However, it was still the same vibe. It was still very light and also at the same time just groovy and also was not trying to be too serious. You know, like it was very vulnerable and it was also very, it was very fun. It was like, they, it was it was not one of them like, serious i want i'm like big star dj mix it's more like oh let's get together and have a mix kind of mix and i really liked that you know i really like mixes that are extremely relatable like that it it, it honestly made, made me feel like these are mates who just love their music and them doing it together and making and mixing together and i found that really powerful um another good thing about the, the overall set was the mixing was the mixing was fairly tight mixing but also at the same time, they were having fun. They were cutting things in. They were like, they're also fading quite well. I really like that type of mix where, yes, it's tongue-in-cheek jokes tunes, but also at the same time, like they had that prowess and also they had that feeling of making everything seem like effortless. You know, there are very few mixes that are like that. And I, that's probably why I really enjoyed that mix. Yeah, the this, the set was really good. Um. The UKG was like very Mike Milrain sounding, very like old school <laughs> 90s that gives you that nice groove that is playful <laughs> yet like not not in your face, not like nowadays modern UKG is a little bit more in your face, a little bit more processed. This one's more 
from the heart, you know, and that's what I really liked about that set. That is some very high praise um, and really beautifully said. I love how, yeah, I love how you talked about them appearing as mates, you know, because Hamish and Toby are just like, they're UK favorites, you know, they've, they've been around for a minute. Everyone knows, um, everyone knows kind of what to expect, I think, when you, when you see their name on a lineup. And so it sounds like their live performance was as good as expected for you. <laughs> yeah, like, um, thing is, the the office, like, the office pick, to be fair. <laughs> uh, every time the set goes on in the office, even, not oh. even this one, but all the sets from them, everyone's like, yeah, till the very end. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Manchester does love it. So many great selections and recommendations in this chat. We're gonna have lots of links when the podcast is released so everyone can have a chance to check out all of uh, your lovely ideas. Thank you so much to Alex and Kiana for joining us today. Thank you, Thank Naishka. You, Thanks everyone <laughs> to listening and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.